You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The following is a production of Dirty Mo Media. And now, your starting lineup for Dirty Mo Doe. Up first from the great state of Ohio, he's the degenerate of the group who bets on anything he watches, the Chopper. Next, he's from the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, the man who does the real work crunching the numbers, the Professor. And last, hailing all the way from Maine, the crew chief of this misfit bunch, Steve Latar. Man, I don't even know where we're going to start. We got the high banks of Bristol. Four drivers didn't make it. We got a wheel bet missing 14 spokes. There's just one spoke <laughs> spinning around on a wheel bet between the professor and the chop. Not to mention that Driven to Give, the annual Dale Jr. event, almost took Racing Insights down. Um, <laughs> where do you want to start, professor? Do you want to start at the moonshine evening of Tuesday night? No, I, we can forget that one. No, I know you forgot it. It wasn't that bad. No, for the listeners, let's be honest. Um, Dale has an event. He holds it at his old town, Whiskey River. It's a charity event driven to give. Um, I pick on the professor, but I'll tip a hat. Him and the, the chop came. Uh, money was raised. Chop bought uh, an, an auction item. The professor drank his weight in what was the moonshine drink you were drinking? The creamsicle something from Sugarlands. Let's at least use the correct name. Sugarlands donates some moonshine. We'll give him the, the plug. Yeah, it's called Electric Pop is the drink they make out of it. It's the orange cream moonshine. It's my favorite. Electric got him to 12.45, and the pop pushed him all the way to 1 a.m. is what I heard happen. Wow. 1 a.m. for the professor. Holy Well, here's smart. what happened. He got duggered. He got duggered well, on Duggar's birthday. Ah, yeah. I saw Duggar earlier. He was getting primed up. I figured he was getting into something. Oh, yeah. So shout out to uh, Tim Duggar. Uh, there was a comedian, Dusty Slay was there, Dale Jr. and Amy went on stage. We're having Dale's fun sister. here. We're having fun here. We're having fun here, the comedian. <laughs> uh, so a lot of money was raised, um, but that was on the heels of a big Bristol night race. Chop was in attendance, the high banks. Uh, where should we even start? Chop, let's start with the, with the positives for the professor. Let's talk your bet sheet. Your bet sheet had to be a monster. Big bet sheet this week. We had hammered the Hamlin. Mr. I'll beat all your favorite drivers. Waxed them. them. All of them. That was a good line, I'll have to admit. Yeah, that was a five five unit popper. Now he didn't have anything for odds, but it was solid. So that was a big win. Head to heads were six and two. So that was good. We can scrap the group tool with another O for three. <laughs> I'm glad that uh, programmer put all that time into that wonderful group tool. We're 0 for 6. But who's counting at home? Well, we ended up with 23 units up. Good day. DH gets the win. I get the over wins for the season. He had over 2.5 early in the year. We're at 3 now. We didn't even know you had that. So wait a second. You had an over 2.5 wins uh, season bet in. Yeah. What other uh, season win totals have you? Have you cashed any other ones yet this year? No, that was the only one I took. We did a monster hammer on that thing. It was, I love it. Hammers of hammers. <laughs> it was like the it was like the big the big Mario Brothers hammer. Like the that's big it. Thing. Yeah, it was definitely a good thing. Uh, then we, we had that a... we, we had that magical wheel bet. Man, did that work out? <laughs> hold on, hold on. Before well, let's go ahead and give the go to the wheel bet because I believe the wheel bet is going to lead to the lawn chair. So let's go yeah. ahead. And, let's review last week that there was a lot of chirping between the professor and the chop. Now I want to say, let me go ahead and give you this chop because this makes it even better. The predictor last week had nine of the top 10 at Bristol. Wow, solid. I guess I know which one didn't. 90% <laughs> <laughs> of it. Am, am I right, professor, at nine out of 10? Nine out of 10, but he was, he was heavy on Harvick. So to review last week, if you didn't listen to last week's pod, we introduced the professor to a wheel bet. A wheel bet is basically most commonly used in a golf foursome, which is everybody kind of against everybody. You have a bet with everyone, thus the wheel. So Chop says, Harvick's not going to do it. And the professor says he does. And we don't have time to relive all of the nonsense that was talked. But basically, professor climbed up on top of his Emmy, looked down his nose at Chop and said, Harvick is going to win everything. 
So Chop says bet, and Chop wheeled him. Kevin Harvick against the other 15 playoff guys. This includes McDowell, Stenhouse, ones that we thought in a matchup should have been a layup. You know the best part of that? The very first bet on that was I was going to take Carson Hosevar over Harvick, <laughs> and we laughed about it. And that, and that was a, that was a casher. I mean, <laughs> he's. I hope you're. I hope you're off the Harvick train. That boy's got his tie on. He's he's doing you know language lessons. He's he's red ready for leather, the yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather, red yep, leather, yeah, yellow. He's leather. getting ready. He's he can't get out of this thing fast enough. So basically, it was fourteen and one for the chop, one and fourteen for the professor. It was a beer a bet. So uh, chop, basically, just go ahead and get Ooh. you a solid dozen dozen oh, frosties. I love that. Boy, that's a happy day. I'm telling you. What do you have to say for yourself, Professor? I, I will say the that predictor the predictor was 9 out of 10. I was excited about <laughs> the, the predictor. Said this morning. And uh, then realized that Harvick was the one and just even, crushed my spirits. Your protector even got called out on NASCAR.com today on the home page. Yeah. Look at the predictor. Uh, yeah, it, right. Racing Insights predictor right on the Homepage of NASCAR this morning. When I had looked up to see how many wheel bets I actually won. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot to mention for the second week in a row, producer Trav is in the hot seat. He's in the power chair. We got Chop over in the payday hood. We got Professor is in the, uh, the Emmy studio like always. I'm still on the road. That Emmy should be have to put away for this show, though. No way. Look at last week. That predictor Listen, is Don't confuse his predictor with his bad choices. There's a two totally separate conversations. His predictor was accurate. We can't help that the professor is just bad at betting. Um, I, before we move on to Texas, I do have one football thing to review because I talk about this all the time. Big favorite, slow start. Georgia to the bank, ladies and gentlemen. I hate it if you had it on the original line, minus a bazillion. Uh, but when they were down at half, someone cannonballed off the top rope into the second half line and Georgia danced that baby in the end zone and that one cashed. So thank you very much. College football is here. Love it. Did you have any big wins last week? How you do? Chop, how was your football ticket? Uh, Average. Break even, basically. Nothing special. Well, at the end of this pod, we're going to talk about the big monster game of the week because it involves both of you two numbskulls. The Ohio State against Sam Hartman's beautiful arm from Notre Dame. So we'll get into that here at the end. But let's jump right into Texas. Next round of the playoffs, 12 drivers advance. And I don't know what to tell you guys, because last year Texas was absolute chaos. Tires were blowing, cars were wrecking, on fire, yellows. We had a record number of yellows. It was truly a disaster. It was worse than a super speedway race as far as chaos. Uh, so with all that, you know, dumped into it, Professor, let's talk, let's talk uh, – uh, predictor, you didn't even send it to me, or if you did, I didn't find it. So. He yeah. sent it last night. Oh and, yeah. boy, Travis didn't uh, print it out. I'm, I, you know, I'm going blind. Here too. you go, right no, here. I'm going blind. We'll just all go blind. Go ahead, Professor. So, uh, Kyle Larson, Denny Hamlin, Tyler Reddick, William Byron are my Group One Tier One drivers. There's one guy already missing. I'm asking about. Is he the top of the next group? Martin Truex, Ryan Blaney, a nameless driver. <laughs> In Brad Keselowski and Christopher <laughs> Bell. So I got a serious momentum question. Sure. Chop, this is a real question. Yeah. Is yeah. it fade to four? Like he's now out of the playoffs. Oh, he's absolutely. I mean, he was done before. Can you imagine now? Ain't no way. I mean, he, you know, you, you, maybe he's, maybe there's a Talladega wreck and he slides in from 23rd or something, but I don't see it happening. Start again. Larson, Byron, Hamlin. Who's the other four? For top tier? Reddick. Uh, won this race last year. Okay, then your next group included Truex, Harvick. Truex, Brian Blaney, Harvick, Keselowski, Christopher Bell. Okay. Can't believe you don't have Busher yet. I can't believe you have Kaz over Busher, but okay. This is not a good track for Busher, bud. But where's 30,000 population Prosper, Texas from here? It's got to be just down the road. It's a small well, state. It is, and it is it is race 30, so it 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 all lines up for Busher. But he's never finished top 10 there. His best finish there is 15th. 13 races, bud. All right. All right, I'm listening. Yeah. Well, so then we get into Tier 3. You know who's in Tier 3, right? 
They're the capital of the tier three drivers. It's got to start with Kyle Busch in the eight. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't even start with him. But I will say, let's go back to last week. I, you gave me a hard time about tier three driver Kyle Busch with his 22 wins there. Where did he finish? In front of Harvick. <laughs> <laughs> there was a guy on a bicycle that finished ahead of Harvick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, tier three, Logano, Chastain, Kyle Busch, Chase Elliott, Bubba Wallace, Chris Busher. There, there's some shockers in there for me. So you've answered yeah. the Busher question. Um, yeah. We got to talk Chase Elliott. Listen, I know we talk Chase every week, but I mean, you know, I know he hasn't won this year, but but it doesn't he normally run good at Texas, or does this year's performance drag him down too much? No, he's been his last top five at Texas was 2016. Oh boy! All right, moving on from him. How about how about Bubba? So Bubba is well, he's 14th on the predictor. Um, All right, that's fair. Bubba's going to run somewhere seventh to twelfth, seventh to thirteenth. Which is listen, he he's actually having a nice playoffs. I'm not going to pick on Bubba. He's doing a nice job. Yeah, and and his his uh, mile and a half performance lately is pretty pretty good. He was. He finished fourth in three of the last four mile and a half races. That's why I and the other him. one he was running top five and hit the wall, flat tire. All right, keep going. I'm waiting to find who we're betting against. <laughs> Ty Gibbs, Alex Bowman, Eric Jones, Suarez, Chase Briscoe, Almirola, Austin Dillon. I think we got to call out Ty Gibbs for a nice run at Bristol. He was he yeah. was pretty solid there. That's fair, Chop. He was he's getting close. Yeah, Ty we Gibbs. just don't have enough data on Ty Gibbs is our issue. So I think the struggle he's gonna have is if he was this close and without being in the playoffs, he had a chance. But I think in the playoffs, the other guys are so out for blood that <clears throat> and I think even Ty, as young and as brash as he is at times, I think even he realizes, okay, I you know. The last thing I could do is put a fender on the 11 right here, right? And so he's going to be running against some team cars in the playoffs. Um, But I do agree, he's looking – it had the swagger all night, right? Like, he he did a really nice job. Yeah, he's not a a mile-and-a-half guy, though. His best mile-and-a-half finish is 14th. All right, that's good. Good to know. How about Eric Jones? Eric Jones has been on a little bit of a hot streak. Yeah, so he's predicted 18th. Where you got Hosevar predicted? Uh, 31st. I'm just saying, so let's talk about this for a minute, and this is no offense to the predictor because the predictor is using the same stuff the books are saying. So, right, Chop, when we talk about value and backdoor value and finding something that people haven't seen yet, um, Hosevar is the conversation you have to start to have. Just Look, I'm not saying he's going to win the race. Let's, let's just, okay, let's just everybody calm down. But, you know... Is he even in the books yet? That's my question for a top 10. Plus 400. Mm. That's a lot that's tall good. ask. Yeah, that's some, that's some respect. That is some respect. I, mean, I was thinking it was going to be like 850. So 400, yeah, I, I mean, think, is a great line. That's Haley, you know, Cindric, and Burton are in the plus, uh, you know, 1,000 and more. And like. even look at Corey with the good year he's having. He's at plus 1,300 for a top 10. I mean, significantly. I, so I think I would take the seven at plus thirteen hundred over Hosevar at plus four hundred. Right. Not that I think Corey could do it, but um, yeah. you know, he yeah. almost won a stage value. at Bristol, like just for value alone. Because if you do have another yellow filled race and you get down to twenty eight or twenty nine cars, he could run ninth or tenth. I don't think he's going to drive up in the top five, but the seven gets better. It seems like consistently each week. Mm-hmm. I know you're going to shake your head, Professor, because the reason he's thirteen hundred is because it is a long shot. Right, I mean, I agree that there's no odds that say he's never had a top ten anywhere but a super speedway. So yeah, I'd still go the host of our. Okay, round. so you think four to one for host of ours is a better actual bet? Yes, won the truck race there earlier this year. Like he's fast, he's fast. Okay. He, was, he was running great at t- Kansas tire violation. All right. Any other names down there we need to talk about? I mean, we're kind of at the bottom three tiers. Is there, is there a big name that we're going to be shocked is in the bottom three tiers? Where's Logano? Logano's top of tier three. Which is 10th. Where's Stenhouse? Because Chop's going to want to bet him. 23rd. 
Drop, you're off the Stenhouse top 10, and he jammed it. He ran top 10 at Bristol, didn't he? Yeah, I yeah. think it was. No, no, it looked like 13th, I think, or something. He was 10th. 10th? <laughs> yeah, there you go. He took Harvick's spot in the top 10. I was just, I'm sitting there at the end of the race up there <laughs> trying to get Rick to quit talking about freaking Hamlin. For, I, for the last 10 <laughs> laps, I'm, Rick, shut up. I texted the group and I, I told Steve, I said, you mute Rick's mic right now. God. I yeah. mean, every, every corner he had something to say. Yeah, stop handing him notes, Russ. Like, that's yeah, on I mean, you, too. I do think Come this on. is hilarious because what Chops complained about is how dare the play by play guy call the winner? <laughs> I mean,. <laughs> I mean, holy smokes. <laughs> I know, and he's trying to peer pressure me in the back to, to have him talk about something different. Man. Uh, I think the guys in the suite were like, boy, you really don't like that Rick, do you? I said, no, it's not Rick. It's just what the hell he's saying. He's a black cat. Uh, he is. Broken mirror, walking under a ladder, oh. black cat. He has it all, man. Like 50s, peanuts, green. He's every bad luck oh. charm known to man. All right, predictor, let's jump right into the odds then. Is it a back-to-back chop? We beat everybody, all of them, plus 500. I, I, I wouldn't bet against him. He's got the, his swagger, his swagger meters on, on tilt right now. <laughs> oh, it is. I mean, think about it. Think about this. Uh, race one, Darlington. What happened to him, Professor, at race one? Leading and? That was the, that was the uh, loose wheel. Loose wheel while leading. Chance to win that race. Yeah. Then he goes yeah. to Kansas. And he had a chance to win Late that caution. race. He wins Restart, it. He was snoozing at Kansas with a car that could win the race. Yeah. Reddick wins it. Then he wins Bristol. Yeah. So in the first yeah. three races, the 11 is there. And I think that's why he's 5-1. to one. And I think at 5-1, to one, you have to still probably have him on your sheet to protect because the guy is oh, going to yeah. be right in the mix. How does he fare at Texas, Professor? He's won three times there, finished top two in two of the last three mile-and-a-half races. Um, he's... I don't think you can bet against the guy. Like, especially he's got that Netflix show following him around. Like, that guy wants to do everything at this point. I do agree. He's got the full sweat. Like, he's got the... Oh. It's It's oozing. winter bus now. I, I do feel like it's like a little Kyle Larson Eskimo earlier in the year. It's kind of winter bus for Hamlin. So, I wouldn't have him anywhere other than... I mean, if you're going to have him, have him to win. Yeah. All right. So, you like Hamlin to win. Let's try to find some others. Larson, Byron, Truex, I know it's going to be a decision. Reddick, Bell, Bush. Uh, man, the odds are low on all these guys. I like Larson this week. His start to the playoffs is incredible. Average Larson? finish at 2.3. 2007, it would have got him second in points. Not that I'm a little sore about all that. So the interesting thing is, let's talk about this. There's one, two, three, four, five guys under 10 to 1. I mean, I feel like the book is, let's talk about this, Chop, because this is kind of a little bit of a predictor. Like the book, normally there's like a 5 to 1, 7 to 1, 9 to 1, and it kind of slowly calculates up. This week, there's five guys at 7 to 1 or better. Then it's there's like a, four guys like at 11 to 1. Day. Yeah, well, what I was going to say is there's like eight or nine guys that you don't get much odds on and then everyone else. Yeah. So how is the winner of Texas? Does it typically come from the leaders? I mean, what's the position winner? There you go, or, Professor. Or is it? Yeah, the leaders usually win. But um, is this also this year the playoff drivers are winning the races, whereas last year it was not that so that they know the winner is going to come from that top group of the playoffs? Professor, give us the last five Texas winners. You want to, the names? Reddick, Larson, Bush, Austin Dillon, Harvick. Your last five. So Austin Dillon was definitely a shocker. Yeah, that was like that big time strategy at the end. Remember that? I do. But to your point, Chop, Dillon, give him, give him to me again. Reddick, Larson, Bush, Dylan, Harvick. At the time, Harvick was the monster favorite that year. Reddick was probably a bit of a surprise. Yeah. And Dylan were probably a bit of a surprise. So of the last five, I would say two were not the favorites going into the race. Because that's really your question, right, Chop? Do the favorites yeah. normally win at Texas? And what yeah. I hear is two of the last five, the favorites didn't cash. So if we take that theory... 
I would be looking at a Keslowski, Blaney, Busher, Elliott, Bubba. I'm having a hard time getting on board with these guys because it seems like the favorites are just really showing up. See, I'm my initial thoughts is Hamlin, Larson, Reddick, Byron, and let the rest go. Totally. I think it's coming from one of those four guys. I don't think it can be Bush. I don't think it can be Truex. What about someone like Chastain, who's still in the playoffs, kind of been no quiet lately no. at 22? Ever since he got clipped, he hasn't done <laughs> I mean, Mr. One H talked to him. Has, in Nashville. That's it. That's even, he don't even talk about him on the broadcast anymore. He's not do in the mix. You, do you think, though, now that he's made it past the first, like, Justin can, all right, go race a little more like you were racing and I, I don't think I don't think Justin Marks is even talking to him I think what you see on the track is a very conflicted driver behind the wheel like I think he's literally trying to find his way between you know well full-on swagger has, and being nice the track, track hasn't been any is, good Suarez is, I mean they don't, their cars aren't any good I mean, that's the I mean, thing is last year they were forget how they won they led laps they ran up front I mean they were just in every race I think the big guys have figured it out a year later, and those second-tier second teams, or t 1A or whatever they are, just, you know, going back to the way it used to be. And I don't think they bring the same equipment anymore as like they did last year. I have to agree with Job. I think it's a heavy favorite. Experience the thrill of the racetrack like you're in the driver's seats with DraftKings Sportsbook. Bet on your favorite racers and feel the rush of every overtake, pit stop, and victory like never before. Right now, new customers can turn five bucks into 200 instantly in bonus bets. Bet five on anything to score big, no matter what goes down on the track. Make sure to check out our DraftKings five bets to watch each week, and then head to DraftKings Sportsbook app to check out the props, parlays, and more before placing your bets. The racing action doesn't stop till the checkered flag drops. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and join with code DOUGH, D-O-U-G-H. New customers can bet $5 to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. That's code DOE, only on DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. For state-specific disclaimers, check the show notes. 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See dkng.co slash autoracing for eligibility. Terms and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. So let's talk about matchups then. Let's jump right into them. Um, so Chop thinks it's a heavy matchup favor. How about top tens? Let's go there first. Top tens, I know Chop loves these. Ty Gibbs, you can get plus money. Harvick, you can get even money. You probably are jumping right on that. Yeah. Even money to finish 27th? Sure. So, so let me know if you start to hear a name you think is interesting. Bowman, 2-1. to one. Jones, 2-1. to one. Suarez, 2-30. Almirola, 3-50. Stenhouse, 5-1. to one. Josevar, 4-1. to one. The Dinger, 5-1. to one. Dylan, 5-1. to one. Okay, so this next one I have some interest in. All right, so McDowell, the question is, he's having a good year. Can you get him in the top 10 at 5-1? to one? I, I can't. He's been 25th or worse in every mile and a half race this year. Well, there you go. That's why it's five to one. All right, we're ignoring the top tens. Chop doesn't like any of them. Let's get into the matchups. Bush versus Busher, tier three versus tier three. Look at his like smile. Busher. I like Busher too. He's going to tell probably, you Busher doesn't run good at Texas. Probably says Bush, but I'll take Busher. I agree. I'm going to go with my tier three guy, Kyle Bush. So I think Busher because he's on the uptick. Chop. I think Busher. I don't think the stats have caught up with the year he's having. Yep, I agree. Hamlin Larson is – oh, yes, sir? In the next-gen car, it's Kyle Busch on mile-and-a-half tracks. How about this season? On the mile-and-a-half tracks? Sure. Because it's hard, it's hard to deal with. Um, he's 3-1, to one, Kyle Busch. All right, so the stats the say season, the opposite. It's 15-14, to 14, so – See, Okay. Like it's, Larson and Hamlin, there's no way you're touching these two. I mean, this is the race for the I made man. that mistake last week. Yeah. Kez and Bubba. Bubba the favorite. Well, the predictor loves Kez, so I'm guessing all the data is going to point to Kez. But Bubba at the mile and a half, so I think, is pretty decent. 
Yeah, above a mile and a half is where he, he's got the edge. But, like, for the season, it's totally Kozlowski. Reddick versus Bell is Reddick. Hey, Professor, you got to stop giving your stuff to the damn books. I feel like they're just going right off your predictor. Now, you know, now it's on NASCAR.com on the home page. They're probably, it's easy to get it. Oh, he's selling it to someone else for sure. <laughs> I mean, there's no doubt. You should have saw his logo. It was splashed around that charity event like confetti. <laughs> Every t- everywhere you looked, there was a logo. Which Old one? ones, new ones. It wasn't even the new logo. His new investors looked at him and were like, hey, man, that's the wrong logo. He's like, whoops, sorry. Just a little bit of old love. <laughs> you know, I was looking just back at the odds for a second. I'm liking that Kozlowski at 12 to 1 for the win. I think really? the guy that's going to come off the – out of that the not being in the top four, you know, the Hamlin-Larson group, I think he's due. He's been running good all year. He's been right there. I think that uh, 12 to well, 1, he, he worth and let's nibble. And let's just talk about this. Every year we say, all right, here are the 12 drivers in. We go to Talladega next, then to Roval. This round is super unpredictable. And so at least one of the, or two of the favorites make it to Phoenix every year. But there's always like, like even Joey Logano, the champ, right? He's the champ. He's the reigning champ, no longer the defending champ because he's been kicked out of the playoffs per the professor. He's, he had to work on my verbiage. Um, is that right, Professor? I got that correct. Did you know that, yeah, Joe? He's, he's now yeah. the reigning champ. He's not. You're, the you're not the defending champ anymore if you've been eliminated from the playoffs because you can no longer defend. Now you're just the reigning uh-huh. champ. I didn't know. I didn't either. Apparently, that was something they taught in college. That's why I didn't go because I skipped all those classes. <laughs> um, so, the defending champ, which is now the reigning champ, Joey Logano. Nobody really had him going to Phoenix, or at least I didn't. But he went there and held anyone and won the championship. So I only say that because this is like that's like a Kez would be a guy I could get to the championship for. Now he wouldn't be the favorite in the championship for at all. But the experience, the swagger, like to your point, when he lines up row three or two at Texas, I don't think he's going to be nerve filled. Like he's super analytical. He's been there before. He's going to do what he does, and it is either going to be good enough or not. But I, I don't hate the, the Kez bet. Do you think? Late in the regular season, he was racing smart, and now that he's in the playoffs, and it's kind of like you have to go for like this would be the chance that he would win. Now that he's like, I gotta get a win. So I don't think he has to get a win. I think he actually is racing smart again. I think he knows his pathway forward is in points, um, and a win would be, be a bonus. The, who's below the line now? Who's the cutoff guys? Bob is the big guy. He's last at like minus thirteen. Stand by. But that's not – I mean, 13 is – I mean, you see how – No, but here's what happens. Goes. He's 13, which is nothing, but he's almost 40 behind the top three or four. Uh, so he's really Ross, racing three guys. Ross, Brad, uh, Blaney, and Bubba are the – I like Brad to have a big Texas. I do too. And he is in the professor's tier t- one, two, tier two. Yep. Yeah. The problem with the matchups are, I'm just going to ahead and tell you, Bush and Busher coin flip, Hamlin Larson coin flip, Kez and Bubba, Kez is the favorite. I think there's an, a, a small conversation about Bubba at even money. Reddick and Bell, I mean, it's hard to bet against Reddick. He's, you know, Bell's going to qualify in the poll, apparently, because he does it every damn week. Um, I mean, Byron and Truex, they're going to say Byron and he's the favorite. Gibbs and Harvick, well, Chop's going to take Gibbs because it's fade the four. That's going to be the new, he might have t-shirts made. Um, and then Blaney and Elliott, and Blaney is minus 130. I mean, is there any of those we need to talk about? Chop, let's, I'm going to ask you, Blaney versus Elliott, who are you taking? Blaney. I mean, they're like, let's just yeah. run the numbers, Gibbs versus Harvick, because I know Chop's going to be fade the four, but run me the numbers, Professor. Well, it's, it's Harvick all day. They don't take into account that Harvick has given up for the year. Yeah, yeah. Well, but, but that's just this year. Like, when you look at this year. Like, even in the last five, in the last ten, it's still Harvick. At mile and a half or overall? Mile and a half, it's 4-0 and oh, Harvick. Okay. I, still I don't know that. what happened to my man last week. It was, it was just really I, heard, I think he heard you had to. So, okay, now hold on. I am going to defend him in this. I, you know, I don't know what he was sitting in, but it wasn't good. Yeah. 
Like, well, I don't, it, I don't like think it's you know, him. we're picking on Harvick because he's going to get the blame because we're talking about his name. But there ain't no way that four car was right. I mean, there ain't no way Kevin Harvick runs multiple laps down with a car that has a chance, right? Like something was amiss, something was a foul, something went wrong, some decision was incorrect because it it was bad. Now, I do believe once it gets two down, he's just like, let's get this baby over with. Um, but until he got two down, I think he, we were getting all Kevin Harvick had to offer. Just he couldn't, you know, you can only push it as fast as it will go. Yeah. And so where do you think Ty Gibbs will run? 12th. I was going to say 13th. I was going to say 7 to 15 is his range, I feel like. So, like, in the last year on a mile-and-a-half track, Harvick hasn't finished worse than 12th. So there's your bet of the day. You want to double down on your 12 beers that Harvick runs worse than 12th? No, I will say that he will – I'll take Harvick over Gibbs. To turn the 12 pack into a case? Yes. Yes. You in, Chop? No, I'm not going to. That's, that's a yeah, yeah, bet. Yeah, yeah. That's a throw the last minute freaking Hail Mary on the last hole. I worked hard to beat you 14 to 1 last week, and now you're going to give you it know up what? On, on a Gibbs bet? Come on. I'll, man. Bet, you, I'll bet you a six pack, uh, Russ, on that bet. Gibbs versus Harvick. I like it. Travis taking the action. I'll, I'll, I don't want Chop to get. You know what? Chop is maturing because five years ago, Chop would have been on the 18th tee looking for the press. And now he's like, oh, no, I'm going to take some of these winnings back to the parking lot. I'm going to take some chips off the table here a little bit. I like it. I like it. I like it. It's like Travis doesn't realize how hungover he's going to be at 45. Well, me and Chop have learned. <laughs> yep. Those six beers are going to taste nice. And All right. My question better. is, let's move in this thing along. Do we even stop at the group bets? Because Chop is a little saucy about the group bets. Are there any of these other matchups that we have that, well, that stick out to you? No. There's just not a lot of matchups up. It's yeah. a Thursday morning, and there's very little. No, you are right. Like, especially lately, the, the matchups have dropped down and how many are available until like Sunday with three hours to go. Yeah, I'm not, not, I mean, they're, they're all kind of coin flips, right? That's what it looks like. I don't see any... We got we got the twenty minute practice this week again. Does it matter here? Probably does. No. I mean, it'll matter a little bit just to make sure somebody doesn't stink. But I would go out on a limb that everybody we've talked about is going to be fast. Uh, who does the practice matter for? Let's talk about that. I think it would matter for Blaney, who won Charlotte, uh, Busher, Kez, Chastain. So my point is, I don't really care how Hamlin and Larson and Byron do in practice; they're going to be fine in the race. But to your point. What the practice could point out is if Chastain's a standout or if Gibbs is a standout or like that peripheral group, Logano, for instance, say they've magically fixed their stuff and they're a standout. That's the only time that practice is going to matter. I mean, other than that, I would say it's going to be the top guys are going to look the same in practice. You agree with that, Professor? Yes, yes. And now, remember, this, this race is 400 miles this year. Yeah, not five, thank goodness. Yeah. That disaster of a race last year, four hours and 20 the, minutes. Was that the rain up. where it rained for three days? No, that was a couple years ago. The one last yeah. year, they just blew tires and wrecked. and It took four hours and 20 minutes. You could have played a round of golf and still caught the end of the race. Yeah. Now, they did some testing at Texas. Is there, any, is there anything different uh, with tires or anything? It'll be a different tire. It's a new right-side tire. Left-side tire has been run a bazillion places. Right-side's brand new for Texas. If I had to guess, I'm going to say that Goodyear went even more durable after all the flat tires, and tires will mean nothing, and it'll be about pit strategy and staying out. That would be my guess. Uh, the things are probably, you know, um, what, what do they call them when you go in the Goodyear store? 50,000-mile, uh, uh, you know. And, and listen, I'm not going def- to pick on Goodyear for this. They're in the business of selling tires, right? Like, so if the teams are blowing tires and you're the tire manufacturer, even though I don't believe this is Goodyear's fault, I think the teams are getting too aggressive on their air pressure. You know, you, you I mean, you don't want to take the black eye, right, Chop? Like, I mean, if you're right. spending all this money, you want to at least get some good press. And let me tell you what Goodyear can do. They can build tires that run forever. There's no yeah, doubt but- about that. Let's get in these group bets. Chop said he loves them. Hmm. Um, Hamlin, Larson, Byron Reddick were avoiding. Truex, Bell, Bush, Blaney. That's going to be Truex. Kaz, Busher, Elliot, Bubba. You think it's going to be Truex? Or whoever, however you spell that? 
the new X is going to, yeah, I don't know who true, I don't know who that name listed is, but <laughs> yeah, um, no wonder he doesn't get hung over. No um, <laughs> he's still drunk when he's doing this. <laughs> I do. I sometimes do the Excel sheet at home at night when I'm drinking. You ever so, cut and paste? Professor, let's no. run Truex, Bell, Bush, Blaney. I'd say, oh, yeah, it's real tight. It's real tight. I'd say right. it's, it, it's oh, however you feel about Truex, Bell, or Kyle Bush. Blaney's, Blaney's the, the low guy. In, in and that that's what's interesting is, so when this line first came out, Blaney had the best odds, and now he's second. It's, it's flipped uh, out there with DraftKings. Do we think that? Truex, now that he got reset, is going to turn it back on, or do you think? So I'm going to I'm going to talk about something that's super unpopular, and but it's just real life. So Truex's longtime girlfriend Sherry Pollock's passed away after like a nine year battle with cancer. Um, they are no longer together. They had split. I don't know how long ago. None really my business. But I think it's a very emotional week for everyone in the sport, and I think for Truex as well. So for that reason, and I hate to bring that sort of true real life issues into a gambling podcast, but you can't avoid it. And we have a due diligence to tell the gamblers what we think. And for that reason, Truex could lead every lap in on an emotional ride. He could like, I don't know, Chop. like everyone grieves differently. So for that reason, I'm avoiding this group because of Truex and, and, and the, you know, like it's an emotional week. I, I'm not going to pretend to understand what that's like. I'm going to have some empathy for him in this situation, her thoughts and condolences go out to her and her family, obviously. So for that reason, I think I'm avoiding that answer to your question because I do think before that news, I thought Truex getting through Bristol was going to be this huge momentum swing that they survived Bristol, that they now are plus 25. And I still believe it carries them all the way to Phoenix. Like he has instantly become one of my championship four favorites. But I think then the news of Sherry came out, and for that reason, I think, you know, I, I, I don't think we can calculate it. That fair, Professor? Like, I just don't think, you know, there's some real-life stuff that's dumping in here that has nothing to do with racing. Yeah, I, I agree with everything you said. You know, are so you, it's, you know. Are you okay with them resetting the, the points that, like they do? I think it's great. I think that's why the first 26 races are so great because your effort carries you all the way through the playoffs. I mean, I do think that's good. So what it's kind of like home field advantage. You have to have something for a regular season success, just like in football. If you're, you know, 15 and two now in the new 17 game NFL season, you should play at home all the way through. So I like the reset. But didn't he, you I mean, he pretty much got his buy. Like now you're going to get. Yeah, but. Home field Does doesn't go away. Next round two? Does he get the full 25 in the next round, too? Yep. Yeah, it keeps wow. resetting. Wow. But the, he will never be able to make it through this round with that kind of performance in the last round. Like, that. that's just unheard of. Yeah, he got by because of his points, right? So it's going to be, you know, it's going to be, um, he got by once. You won't get by again. But I am, to answer your question, I love the reset. And here's why, because that's what I'm selling at race 20. You know, when the fans think I'm just selling a book of goods, you know, or a bill of goods, they're like, oh, no, that's not real. Though that's real. Like, you can go to Truex, only got through by four points. If he doesn't win a race or he doesn't win four different stages, he gets eliminated from the playoffs. If he doesn't win the regular season, if he's second to Byron in the regular season or second to Hamlin, I think it was, that's 15 to 10 points. He is no longer in the playoffs. You know, so it's like, it's real is my point. I, that's why I like the reset. I think it gives them real thing because listen, they're still all not going to get there. You would think all the favorites will get there, but they won't. That's why I love this round with Talladega and the Roval. And that's why I, I don't, I don't think it needs to be changed. I like a little bit of a wild card because if you had a great regular season, you can avoid the wild card issues. That's kind of my thought. And the maid wants to get in, but I'm not going to let her in. <laughs> She's knocked twice in that rant. And and what you just said is the reason why this race is so so important. Like two wild card races to end this round. Love it. I'm gonna give you some breaking news, Steve. You put a do not disturb uh, thing on your door handle. She won't knock. Man, I like to risk it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's jump right to where I think the bets are. Uh, pay the juice, boys. For Chevy over Ford minus two hundred. Um, pay the juice. Ford ain't out running Chevrolet. Ain't happening. Wait, hold on a second. Let's go. There's a group that you mentioned before we started that you wanted to get into. 
Oh, I know, but the chopper was so rough about this. Let's talk about a group we can really do some analyzation on. Haley, Burton, LaJoy, and Priest. They're all plus 250. Look at Chop. How sad Look is at Priest is in Group D. <laughs> Man, at the Clash, he was the world's greatest driver I ever. Mean, look who he's got. Look who he's circled with. I mean, that's not good. <laughs> I don't even know what to tell you about that. Talk to me, Man Professor. Burton. I'm going. I think it's a, the the numbers say Haley. New ride, right? Next year. Next year, yeah. yeah. Just I, I don't know what to tell you other than the numbers. Well, just give us the numbers. What are the numbers? Very. So for the season, it's Priest. Or, or for a career, it's Priest. Season, it's Priest. Track type, it's it's Haley. Priest hasn't even driven at Texas in this car. So, I don't know. The, the, the total score goes, goes to Haley. By a, by a smidge. I think each of us should take somebody in Group D, and that's the heads-up bet of the week. Their odds are all the same, so there's no favorites. I think each of us should get somebody in Group D, and then next week for the pod... Um, no, 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 nope, nope, I got it, I got it, I got it. Loser of this bet has to bring refreshments to the pickleball match. Okay. How do we decide picking order? I'll go last. I already picked 21, so. Burton? Yeah. Okay. Trav? Professor, you can go. I'm going with, uh, Haley. Uh. Priest? Give or me Priest. Joy. Give me Priest. All right, LaJoy. I can tell you one thing that won't happen. Rick Allen won't say his name. I'll hit the cough <laughs> button. <laughs> You're going to hear driver of the LaJoy. I'm like, yep, don't jinx my man. Write that down, Travis. And the, and the pickleball match is going to get put on the calendar. So it's loser. Last of these four, the worst of these four, bring refreshments. Yeah, we need to set up this pickleball game just so you two can stop talking and we, Russ and I can. Well, just... listen, man. Listen, we are strategically getting this into the cooler fall weather. We are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't. I I think the cooler weather might backfire. You, you guys need to get, be hot so your backs loosen up. You're like Tiger Woods. Like you can't tee off at six in the morning. You need that one o'clock hey, tee John, time with eighty five degrees. He reminds me degrees. of all those guys on the first tee that pay on the eighteenth. That's what he sounds yeah. like. All That's those it. chirpers. He's a big time chirper. Oh man, he doesn't know the. You don't know what you're getting yourself into. Uh-uh. I saw you hey, walk in the park. I know this is hard to believe, but I camouflage, I camouflage my athleticism like nobody's business. It's in here. <laughs> I say you can't hide talent. He does a pretty good job. <laughs> His wingspan is just eight feet is the only thing I'm worried about. That's right. How are you going to get yeah. it around him or over You him? should be. You play to those feet. Straight Your kitchen him. ain't big oh. enough. Right I'm not even going to have to bend over. Unless there's Ready, a kitchen ready. here. How good is he going to be with something on a kitchen on the court? <laughs> I'm going to guard that kitchen with my life. <laughs> you're, you're, you're more comfortable in the kitchen than anywhere else. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I may play with a beer in my left hand. That's all it takes. Beat these clowns. I mean, we could play where everyone has to have a beer in their non-dominant hand. That's my wheelhouse. Wait a second. You weren't going to no. do that? No. <laughs> I'm out on that one. Oh, come on, Russ. No, no. Russ has seen me play every drinking game known to man, and he was like, he's a savant. I didn't know he could do these things. He just threw an axe. through. The <laughs> <laughs> no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You were the axe guy? I beat him in the axes. Yep. He Double did, fourth hand. game. Double hand overhead. He does. Oh, he's Paul Bunyan, man. I'm going to tell you right now, you play around him, you're not sure if he's cutting down a big tall redwood or throwing an axe. <laughs> All right, we digress. All right, there's the bet. There's the heads up. As a matter of fact, that should be the bet. Let's just make that the picket bet. We each have a driver in that group. One of us is going to have to win. We should do it that way because right now we can't seem to win one of the you picket bets. No, I got so if we do no, it this no, way. No, 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 oh, you got a good no, one? Okay, yeah, hold on. You got a good no, one. Let's keep going no, real quick. One. I got to get something let's, with more than let's go back two, to 250. Okay. Let's go back to uh, your, uh, what was it, Chevy? Pay the juice, man. Chevy over Ford. Just pay it. Yeah, you want to know why? I'm listening. The the last 15 Texas races, Kevin Harvick's the only Ford to win there. And guess what? I don't think my guy can win. Listen, guys. 
the only place you're going to lose it is, and I think Chop called it, like a Busher or a Keselowski winning the race. But unless the Ford has a winning performance, they're going to get beat by Chevrolet. There's a bazillion Chevrolets. The reason I don't do Toyota, even though I think Toyota's faster, is there's only six bullets and it's minus 250. Right? So, like, Toyota's absolutely going to be faster. But, you know what I mean, Chop? Say they blow a tire. Say you wreck three of them. Say it is a disaster and you only got two guys left. But there are Chevys on top of Chevys. Name a Ford that's going to outrun, oh, I don't know, let's start. Um, we'll start with the easy one, Larson, Byron, I'll throw Chase Elliott in, Bowman, uh, we'll jump over to tier three Kyle Busch, I mean Austin Dillon's one here, right, like there are Chevys for Chevys for Chevys stacked up, two track house cars, there's just so many of them, um, they just keep coming. So explain to me this then, Steve, Chevy and Toyota are bus, both plus 140 to win a- but when they're matched up against Ford, Toyota's minus 250 while Chevy's 200. Why would that be? That's a good question. I don't really know. Because um, they probably are afraid of, uh, I'm probably afraid, I'm getting this crazy woman staring in my window at this hotel. Um, <laughs> she looks like my wife. I was going to say, um, why are you and your wife crazy? So I don't know the answer of why they're both plus 140. Now, I think you could also... If you put $100 on Chevy and $100 on Toyota, as long as a Ford doesn't win, you're making 40 bucks. Would you ever do that, Chop? Wait, what? what? They're both plus 140. Yeah. So if you put 100 bucks on Chevy and 100 bucks on Toyota, follow me, one unit yeah. on each, you're going to win 0.4 units as long as a Chevy or a Toyota beat Ford. Yeah. Because now you have two units, you have two units at risk for a point four, versus, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's not bad. If you think Ford, obviously Ford's not going to be there or low odds for that. That's a good way to do that. All right, so let's go to this Chevy bet then. Top tens over four and a half plus one twenty. Under four and a half minus one fifty. No under. I love this next one. Ford under three and a half. Plus one. Under. Plus one. You get even money on that one. Under three and a half for sure. Three Fords in the top ten. No, that's minus. Minus 130. Oh, sorry. I like the over in the Toyotas, but the juice is too high at minus 230. They have the book set right. I think the unders well, we hit for there all was of three Toyotas last week, right? The Without. unders hit for two of the three, I think, last week. How about Xfinity? What do we got in Xfinity? Nemechek, Allgaier, Hill. I thought my man Custer was going to ring the bell. How about Dale Jr. at thirty-five to one until he went on fire? He was looking good at Bristol. Boy, it was crazy. I'm on fire! <laughs> on fire! And then I'm like, how bad could it be? Then I looked at his suit. I'm like, holy. The guy was on fire. Why? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That was a good Matt sold for $35,000, too. It did at the charity event. I liked uh, Trevor Bain, 8 to 1. I think you I think that's that's fun. That's a pretty good wager. You know, he's been back in the car here a couple weeks. Yep. This is a good track for him. He is a couple weeks past his new new um, baby. It's time to go. I like Trevor Bain. And, guys, I'm going to go ahead and shoot you straight. 22% on the old laptop here. We're going to have to wrap this baby up because I don't have a charging cord. <laughs> <laughs> uh, should we move to – do you got any uh, football? Should we move there? Oh, we got to talk about it. The Ohio State, Notre Dame, lines at minus three. I love Notre Dame minus two and a half. I love them. Oh, wait, it's, it's Notre Dame plus two and a half, right? I had that flipped. Uh, it's been everywhere. I've seen three and a half. I've seen two. I've seen. Th- but it's all Ohio State, the favorite. Yes. I the, love the under in that game. I really? Even I mean, with Notre Dame slinging and winging now, man, Hartman moves the ball downfield. Yeah, but do you think that they're going to put up? Is it at the shoe? Where is no, it? No, it's at, it's at South yeah. Bend, which, cool. Like, that's not an intimidating place. <laughs> Love a home dog. Love a home dog. No, high state's covering. I wish. I wish the where I'd hate it is on our betting pool. I think it's three and a half. Oh, is it? Yeah. 
Steve, you're. Uh, I don't think they're gonna get towards your win total this week, but Colorado, about to cash those bets. Colorado's gonna cash. Clemson under ten and a half is gonna clash. No way that's not gonna cash. I'm a little worried about Charlotte though. I won't lie. Biff Pogey running out of gas pretty quick. Twenty-eight point dogs this week. That ain't gonna happen. Um, well, what about the Colorado Oregon game this week? Oh, it's Oregon. Colorado's not going to keep up with I know, Oregon. But can, I'm sorry. Can they cover? Can Colorado cover? Plus 21. Yes. Colorado stayed between within 21 of Oregon. No Travis Hunter. That is a problem. I'm going to buy it to 21 and a half. I'm not going to sit on 21. I'm going to make him beat me by at least three touchdowns. I'm going to move it to 21 and a half. But here's the thing, though. like Losing him does hurt, but like their defense wasn't exactly stopping teams anyways with them out there. Now on the offense they might not score as much, but I don't I don't trust Oregon enough. Like I'd take I'd take Colorado on the points, I'd say. Five bets to watch brought to you by DraftKings. It starts with the Xfinity series on Saturday. Trevor Bain, eight to one. The professor likes him. What'd you say, Professor? He's been in the car a few times, had a baby a couple weeks ago. Time to go for Trevor Bain? Yes. Yeah, I'm a, I'm on a Trevor Bain guy this week. Trevor Bain and Chop is going to go back to the well. Let's just be honest. We're going to move back to Sundays. We're going to go for winners. We're going to go back to back. Denny Hamlin rings the bell. Chop went to the pay window last week. You're trying it again? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is going to be a favorite heavy week for me in the wins, I think. Well, for that reason, Hamlin we're going to stack Larson, Hamlin right. and Larson, right? We like yep. that. So the two of our five bets to watch are going to be Hamlin and Larson to win. We know the fans love to bet bets to win. Let's move over to the matchup column. And this is a controversial one. This is Gibbs and Harvick. The numbers say Harvick, but the betters say fade the four. It's going to be Gibbs over Harvick in the matchup situation. And your fifth and final bet to watch brought to you by our friends at DraftKings. We're going to call it Group C, Keselowski, Busher, Elliott, Bubba. And we're going to go purely down the predictor app and say it's Kez's day. Even at plus 185, we're going to give... We're going to give Keselowski the credit, and we're going to follow our friend, the professor, and his predictor app. All right, real quick, picks, go around the horn. Who's the bottom? Chop. Chop, fire. Uh, I'm going with Kez to win. Kez to win. Who's next? Give me Hamlin. Ooh, this could be a big swing. Hamlin, all right, professor, you, sir. Larson to win. Larson. Okay, well, who am I to look a gift horse in the mouth? I'll take the Saturday bet. Trevor Bain, moving on. Trevor Bain, 8-1 to one to win on Saturday. All right, guys, full of action all weekend long. We got racing for Texas Saturday and Sunday. We got football galore. Get all your bets in. Join us in Las Vegas. It's going to be a lot of fun. Westgate Casino has all the action. It's going to have door bumper clear. Dale Jr., everybody's there to tell stories. It's going to be a lot of fun out there. Get all your bets in, and may all your bets pay off. Good luck. Check out Dirty Mo Media. Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram.